If you'd like to open to Psalm 34, verses 11 through 13. This is the living word of God. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Well, last week, uh, in verses 11 and 12, we saw David urging his children or uh, possibly the younger, community, uh, younger members of the community of faith uh, there to listen to this important lesson that he was giving in uh, what I guess you could call the school of wisdom. And uh, his lesson was about uh, how to fear the Lord, basically. And the first lesson here has to do with our speech and our tongue and our lips. You know, the scriptures often talk about tongue and lips and it means the speech, what actually is coming out of our hearts. And the book of Proverbs and the epistle of James have much to say uh, on this topic. And I'd like to read James 3, six, uh, 3, verses 6 through about 10. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Charles Spurgeon <clears throat> related, <clears throat> he was speaking about verse 9, I believe it was verse 9, or verse 8, talks about uh, our tongue often being a deadly poison. He said, men cannot spit forth poison without feeling some of the venom burning their own flesh. And I would like to share just a few thoughts this morning. So first of all, uh, we're to keep our tongue from speaking evil, evil things. Secondly, we're to keep our lips from speaking deceit. Well, how do we do that? I just have four very brief thoughts. First of all, just plain keep silent more. I guess, you know, zip the lip. I guess that's how the phrase is sometimes. Proverbs 10, 19 says, In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. Proverbs 17, 28, Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he shuts his lips, he is considered per perceptive. Now, if some of you have ever thought, uh, I had some perception or wisdom, you should know right now that sometimes it's just because, at that time anyway, I was silent. And the silence is very important. Secondly, realize how much the Lord hates lying. The ninth commandment forbids it. Proverbs 12.22 says, Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. And in Psalm 15, a couple questions again. Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? In other words, who may come before you? Who may come into your presence? The answer is he who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. He who does not backbite with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor does he take up a reproach against his friend. So again, we must realize how much the Lord hates lying. Third, uh, we should put off evil speech. Put it off, uh, put off evil speech and deceit. In other words, we should develop uh, habits of taking, uh, stopping that, putting it off and taking action, and putting on Jesus, putting on the word of God instead. Proverbs 4.24 says, Put away from you a deceitful mouth 
and put perverse lips far from you. And Ephesians 4, 25 says, Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. And then fourthly, we must pray and ask the Lord to help govern our speech and to make it a blessing. In Psalm 120, verse 2, it says, Deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. Deliver my soul. And Psalm 141.3 says, Set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. You know, words can be so hurtful and destructive, and they can't be taken back once they're said, once they're out. And so we must ask the Lord to help us speak what builds up and to keep us from speaking what tears down. Ephesians 4.29, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers. Is your speech imparting grace? Well, we're able to give grace at all in our speech because of the grace to us in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we see his grace now as we come before him and we are given grace at the table where we remember his body broken for us and his blood shed for us. So as you partake of the bread and the wine today, remembering the cost of your salvation, Confess lying and deceit, evil speech, and rejoice in his grace to forgive and to make your speech a blessing to others and an honor to him. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for your grace, which abounds over our sin. And forgive us for speech which does not build each other up, for lying which displeases you is against your law. Help us to put off evil speech and deceit and to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and to more often impart grace by our speech. And we thank you that this is possible at all because you have given us your spirit, our counselor and our comforter, to empower us to keep our tongue from evil and our lips from speaking deceit. And we come to you and we ask this, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.